Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking our favorite players for 2022. We do this list every year, usually right before we kind of get going. We might do another one later on. It's more of a league winner. So this is more of guys that we... Our favorite, for some reason or another, they've become our favorite players for fantasy this year, 2022. We've called it the players I love list, favorite players list. We have a couple guys that, I don't know, just we gravitate towards. And it's in the past, it's kind of worked. I mean, we've had a pretty good track record. Not not everything's been hits, but we've had some good ones. You know, we I remember a few years ago, we were both Lamar Jackson, I think, made both of our lists. And that worked out really well that one year. I mean, Stefan Diggs has been on it before he broke out. And players like that, we it, it's been a decently successful list, but you could this could mean anything. You could pick literally, I don't care. You could pick Jonathan Taylor if you want, Jeff. I don't, I don't care if that's who you really love this year. That's who you love, even if he's the number one pick. It's fine. I mean, what's, but, what's not to love, right? But I'm not going that route. But this is this this thing basically has no rules, so we'll see where yeah. we go. I think we each probably have about five players. We'll see if we get to them all or not. I will but say this. Mine is it's usually based on value. So if if yeah. if Taylor was one of them, because I do think he's a tier of his own, I'd be fine with it. But mine are, and I assume yours are always too. It is always yeah. we're playing the stock market of fantasy football. So the value of these guys is heavily weighs into my decision. And it, it ends up being who I get on my team. So I always Pretty like much, to yeah. share those guys. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's jump into this, Jeff. Who's your who's one of your first guys on your list today? Um uh, and these are in no order for me. I'm literally yeah. going by position at the moment. There's only one QB that makes it for me. That is going to be Russell Wilson. Right now, he's currently valued at the 10th best QB, which is where you can get him very late in drafts, snake especially. And he's very reasonably priced in auction, which we love. Um, Russell is a fabulous QB that happens to be in a better position. He does not lose talent at the wide receiver spot, even though he moved over to Denver. Sutton, Jerry, Judy should be just fine. His run game is great. Uh, Russell Wilson has a great deep ball. He makes great decisions. He can run a little bit. I think that he returns to form. I think he has top five ups, like upside very easily. Um, and I, I and you're going to get him for a 10th pick, which is in most leagues, you're, you know, that is exhausting the, uh, the starting. So um, he is for me, a player I end up loving. I can get him late. I don't have to worry about the QB position, which is even better because I don't want to spend there if I don't have to. And this year I do not have to. So Russell Wilson is my number one right now. So, yeah, I didn't make, I didn't actually put any QBs on my list, but I, I do love Russell <laughs> Wilson. I do. So I, we just drafted him in, in the throne league we've been doing. Um, it's a slow draft where, Really, the 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 followers of us on Instagram make the picks, but we got Russell Wilson, and I was very happy about that. With that, that was the pick that came through. I, I really like Wilson. He has good receivers. It, it was not the like about it, you know. It's it's and he's going I mean, after you know. It's, it's yeah, tenth is deep. For, I mean, he's going tenth. If you're in a ten person league, you get the last starter of the bunch, if you will, or you get him at eight, even if you reach. And then you have a guy that has more upside than I would say many of the other guys above him. Like there's a lot of um, like there's a lot of upside with say a Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, even Joe Burrow, Tom Brady. These are the guys going above him, and just below him, it really does die off quite quickly. As you see, like you know, as Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers are fine, but Trey Lance is 13 right now. So 
Russ really gives you more bang for your buck than a lot of the guys on this list. So that, that's why I love him so much at the moment. Yeah, so I say no quarterbacks made my list, but oh, and this is this is probably for a uh, this will be for a future show, but uh, um, I'm coming around on Kirk Cousins quite a bit. He's not on my love list, but we'll, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right, we're gonna. That, I, I, I need to get to that future, episode. What what show is that going to be called? I, I don't know. We need to find the episode where it's going to be on because it's going to be on. Guys, we here. love, but we shouldn't. <laughs> hey, something about it. I'll have I'll have some good reasonings when it comes when it comes. No, to that he, he's a good he's a good value pick. I, but yeah, I, I don't. I think you're still out of the top ten. But I like where your head is at. You're looking for value, which I can always appreciate. Yeah, he's just not in this. Uh, we'll try to see what do we have coming up. Any episode? Oh, next week sleepers. Maybe we'll do sleepers next week. Maybe that's one. Can he be a sleeper? I don't know. Yeah, without really. doubt, actually, yeah, undervalued. Honestly, we'll, we'll do our. <laughs> QB outside the top 10, I feel like are sleepers in, in my we have own, an undervalued unless you're in episode. a two QB league. We'll have an undervalued episode coming in a few weeks too. So maybe maybe one of those. All right. But my my first player, I'm gonna start um higher up in the in the ranks here. This guy is not actually very lowly ranked, but for some reason he's getting, I don't know, overlooked. It's just people don't love him anymore. And it's gonna be Nick Chubb. Um Nick Chubb oh, is like eighth eighth, eighth right now in on fantasy pros on the consensus ranks, but he is going 10th in an ADP. And I mean, the guy's been great all the time. I know the concern, some of the concern is the quarterback situation, right? That's going to be some of it. And then Kareem Hunt. But I don't think the Kareem Hunt thing is really ever. It's 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 a factor, but Nick Chubb is still good enough where it doesn't it doesn't matter to me that much. I I just feel more comfortable getting Nick Chubb because right now Nick Chubb is actually going behind DeAndre Swift and Javante Williams in ADP right now, which those guys have way more question marks than Nick Chubb does. He just feels safe. You, I just love it for like, a, if you're in a snake draft, a back end of the first round pick, sometimes beginning of the second round pick, Nick Chubb ends up being a, a player that you can double up with at running back. And then you get like a Nick Chubb and then you could go, that's the thing. I love it. You could get Nick Chubb and then you could get the Swift or Javante Williams. If you want to take them the riskier route, but you, you pair him with the Nick Chubb. Well, I just feels really safe. I, I love, I love getting Nick Chubb on my team this year. And I seem to get him all the time. The only one we didn't get him was the throne league, but he was on the board. If the, if the people would have listened to us, they would have picked him for us, but it, he would have been there at actually both um, pick 11. And this is a 12 team league. He was there at pick 11. And then he was there again at the second pick in the um, 11th or the, the second pick. And I think in the second round there, I believe he might've still been there. So yeah, Nick Chubb, just, I keep looking, I keep drafting him all the time this year. So he is definitely one of my favorite players, but his quarterback's going to probably be Jacoby Brissett at this point. So that's the, that's the thing that we'll don't know how that's going to play out. So. Nick Chubb. All right, Jeff. Let's see here. Next up, who do you got? Next up, all right, script. Um, I'm going to uh, the internet is not working currently, but doesn't matter. Doesn't need a lot to talk about this guy. Um, you'll have to look up what he's currently at, but he has dropped so low that all of a sudden he's a value pick, and and it's hard to go by a guy that has once again top five upside, and that is going to be uh, Saquon Barkley. Never thought that it would actually get to this point where I'm saying that he is the guy that is a being slept on, but he really is. And um, 
look, uh, the last two years have not been good, and people have kind of forgotten how special the guy is. But the truth is, he fin- he last year was two years ago. He was really hurt. Obviously, he he blew out his knee. He comes back. He was on a bad team, and it made him look really really bad. But even with that, I think he was like the 35th running back, and he still missed like four games. This year, he should be completely healthy. The team should be a little bit better. I'm not saying that he's going to return to the top five, which he was the first two years, I believe. But he should, I think it was like two and then 10. But he he should be in the top 10, I would think. Like, I would think in the bottom 10. And right now, you're getting him outside of that. And I think that is really true, like truly good value. And on top of that, with his build, with his talent, with everything else going on, he he has the very rare thing of being like, if if the Giants, for whatever reason, got it together this year, he could battle for a top three position, like a top one. I mean, he could yeah. be the best running back in the league. He has that kind of talent, but I would say best three because his, you know, I think that if McCaffrey is healthy, he's in a better position, say. If, if Henry's healthy, him. like You know what I mean? But at the same time, health is very fickle for running backs. And Saquon Barkley, I do think that he'll be healthy. I think he'll be a better, improved Giants team. And right now, if I can figure out where he's going, he's going outside of the top 10. I, I think that that is a – it's hard to pass up on a talent like that, even yeah. if you don't believe. What was he at currently? So he's – in the ranks, he's 15th. He's going 14th in ADP right now. Okay. So I, I just he, I just can't imagine getting to 14 in the running back position, let alone because you obviously you're you're you know in snake, you're drafting all over the place. You know, what what round are you actually drafting him in? I, I have a hard time passing up on a, a talent like that, even though he's had a couple of rough years. Yeah. I put Saquon on my list too. I, I just oh. yeah, I, I love getting Saquon. I mean, you get a potentially one of the best backs in the league at the 15th running back spot. That's awesome. I mean, there's not that, that is huge upside where you're getting him. Um, so I love getting Sa- Saquon and you know what? I know the giants have come they're kind of a joke, right? If people just hear the yeah, giants, I mean, they're not, they're not good. I mean, uh, they're not but quite honest, they're, but I they do, could be middle of the road this year. And yeah. That's all it takes. I think, I think they could be better than people give them credit for. I don't, you know, I'm not expecting them to be amazing, but they're, I, Daniel Jones, if this guy's going to do anything in the NFL, like he hasn't yet, this is the year he has to try to do something to get it, to get a contract somewhere. Galladay was Galladay just hurt last year. And we'll see. hundred percent. He was hurt. Well, everyone Tony, was hurt on that team. Yeah. Everyone Sterling was Shepard. hurt on that. They team. have they, they, good receivers. They really do have yeah. a lot of good talent. They do. So, yeah, I mean, I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm just, maybe they're not 26th or 27th. Maybe they're more like 14th, 15th. And at that case, Saquon becomes a lot better. He was, he's been doing this on a bad team. So Saquon, I, I love that. So I'll, since I have Saquon on my list, I'm going to throw up another name. And this isn't yeah. going to come as a surprise. I'm going to get this one out of the way. J.K. Dobbins. Love J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Good. Yeah. And he, you know, obviously missed the entire year last year, but in 2020, the second half of 2020, he was a top 10 running back in, in the league. And I feel like that just gets forgotten. And it was getting forgotten last year. We talked about J.K. Dobbins so much that it's it still feels a year later. Like, I don't know what more I can say because nothing's happened in a year. But just remember how good he was. And I really do believe a running back can thrive in that offense of Lamar Jackson. Last year, they were just trying all kinds of random guys. And honestly, there was some that had success, you know, at times, even though that was just uh, – um, 
I mean, they were getting everybody that hadn't played in forever, right? And, you know, Devontae Freeman, wasn't he out there trying to get, like... Yeah, I mean, he was I mean, actually viable for a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, think were, about that, too. I, I 100% agree with you. And and the truth about that, I will pick someone else because Dobbins would have been on my list. But, like, yeah. uh, and if you think about it, too, to your point, when, when you're talking about, like, why didn't they do it last year? I mean, first of all, like, it was a little bit of a stunted offense. It was on and off, all that. But... Look, they trade Ingram, Dobbins blows out his knee, and then Gus Edwards pretty much does the same exact thing. You lose your top three running backs, and all of a sudden everyone's asking, why doesn't it work? You're like, because yep. every other team has a, 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 a you know an insanely talented running back that they're doing it, and these guys have to learn the offense, even if they're good, but they're usually you know either older, like you mentioned with Devontae Freeman, you know, past their prime, trying to learn the offense, trying to get into it. And there's a lot of reads as they're running back in that offense. So I, I think Dobbins coming back, I, I think that is a, I, I thought he was going to be phenomenal last year. I still believe it. I think that he is going to turn heads. I think he is going to be incredibly fun to have. And I'm trying to get him in every league because I think he's a value pick as well at what is he at currently? <laughs> um, so right now, yeah. Dobbins 21. is 21st. Yeah, 21 right now. But he's yeah, actually I mean, getting drafted at, He's getting drafted at 24 in ADP. Even better for me. Even better. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep grabbing these guys and running yep. backs that go late like that. Yep. That is where you can really make pay dirt because it's very difficult to get running backs that can really produce later on. Well, Wide receiver all over the place, but running back very difficult. Here's what's interesting about the stats last year and these running backs. So Devontae Freeman had 133 carries, so you know, not not a lot. But 576 yards, five touchdowns. That was 4.3 yards per carry. Latavius Murray had 119 carries. So combined, they're you know they're over two, oh, they're about 250. I don't think Dobbins gets 250, but you know let's just say that he could get he, he could work I mean, like them, right? He's probably more but 200, but yeah. Murray 119, 501 yards, six touchdowns, 4.2 yards carry. So those two with 250 carries had 11 touchdowns and 4.2 yards per carry. Which Dobbins and those two, these two washed up players, got did that right, and that's eleven. But I don't the, the yards and the carry, the touchdowns, eleven of them right there, eleven of them. Yeah, and, and I even had a, you had a Tyson Williams game. Remember that? Like, yeah, and I I don't expect uh, Dobbins to maybe return to his you know previous form in the first half of the year, but let's remember what he did in his first year. And this was behind Ingram, right? So he played 15 games. Um, he only got 134 rushes, but he had 805 yards, six yards per attempt and nine touchdowns. Like that was what he was doing when he didn't know what he was doing. Like that is, it really is phenomenal. And if he's going to be anywhere near that being around the game for, you know, a couple more years, um, I, I really do. I think the sky's the limit in this offense for this talented of a guy it is all going to come down to how rusty is he, how healthy is he. And I, I, I have to believe that with a, uh, the draft capital that they put into him, how, how good he could be in here. I'm really hoping that he put the work in. And I, I think he did. I honestly believe that he is going to be relatively healthy uh, enough to put up top 15 numbers. Um, and and if, yeah. he, if he's really all the way back, there, there's very little – worry in my head that he could be a top 10 guy if he comes out firing right away and he's not rusty in the first say three or four games and um another narrative that always is out there is 
well, Lamar Jackson, right? He's going to take away some of it. Lamar Jackson had two rushing touchdowns last year. That's it. Two. For, for, even if he doesn't, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Who's he throwing to this year? They got rid yeah. of Marquise Brown. You have Andrews and you have Bateman. Dude, this is a run-first offense. There is plenty of opportunity for any running back in the backfield. Even if he is not the only guy, even if Gus Edwards, whoever eats into his carries, because you're right, he's not going to have 300 carries. He's not going to be one of those guys. But it doesn't matter for him because you can rip off six yards of carry because is Lamar going to keep the ball? All of a sudden, you have to readjust. And with his quickness, man, one missed tackle, he's gone. It's going to be something really cool to watch if they can pull this off. All right. Who do you have up next? Um, I'm going to go for a wide receiver, wide receiver 23 currently. And this is uh, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. I've, I've talked to him quite a bit already. I think he is being chronically underrated. Um, he was wonderful with Baltimore. He did get a lot of balls thrown to him. And as much as I love Lamar, he's not a throw first quarterback. I think that the uh, amount of throws going to him could be more on target he was used a lot as a deep threat him going to arizona with kyler i think is a wonderful fit first of all they played together before second of all the biggest one he walks in as the number one wide receiver because hopkins is going to be suspended for the first six games he can establish himself there that offense is very dynamic if they don't fall off then you're looking at uh, once again is a top 10 upside kind of guy And that's what Marquise Brown was for a little while for Baltimore before they kind of figured out that he was the only game in town. It was him and Andrews that were getting thrown to. So you you can double Marquise all day. I I think this is going to be great. And then Hopkins comes back and all of a sudden you can't double him. He's already established himself. Um, And with that speed alone and him and Kyler having the already, you know, stellar connection in Oklahoma, I I think this guy is going to be Really, really good. And I think at 23, he's a deal. So I really, really like that pick. Yeah, it's solid. Um, hopefully he doesn't go higher than this. Stays about that rank for you. So you can get him, you know, a little bit later, which would be nice. All right. So I'm going to go another running back here. Guy I've talked about before, but he's way down in the ranks now. Actually, he's kind of fallen a little bit, which funny because I like both guys on this team, but I'm going with Ramondre Stevenson. He's obviously Damian Harris's backup right now. But he's ranked 37, and that Patriots backfield is just – you just don't know. I mean, you don't 100% know what they're going to do, but I think both of these guys are actually going to be really successful. I think they're both going to be used, Harris and Stevenson. I like Harris. I think Harris could be undervalued in a way too. I think it's Harris become it drops to – he's 25th right now. He's getting drafted 28th because people don't know how Stevenson is going to – they're going to use Stevenson who's down at 37, but I just think the upside here at 37 is huge compared to some of the others around him. He played really good down the stretch when he was given an opportunity. Like when he was given opportunities, he played really well, right? He had a couple multiple touchdown games. I could see him getting a lot of opportunities. And for some reason, if he gets the chance to actually take over the backfield, um, because maybe it might take a Harris injury. I'm not sure, but you don't know. You don't know Bill Belichick. With Belichick, I still just love Stevenson. This is a little further down. I just like throwing him out there every time. 37th. I like putting him on the bench on my teams. So in the throne league, I'll throw that out there again. We um, did get Damian Harris as our third running back, but we got Ramondre Stevenson later on. So pulled off both of them. I, I don't mind getting both of them on the team. So Ramondre Stevenson, 37th ranked. 
I'm a, I'm a big fan of him right now. Yeah, I wish he was a little bit lower, only because I, I agree with that first statement you said when you said, <laughs> it's the Patriots, we just don't know. <laughs> don't know. That is what kills me, because I was a huge fan of Harris last year, and yeah. at the end of the year, his numbers look great, but it is the stretches that you have to deal with because Bilicek will throw anyone in there. Um, is he insanely talented? I 100% agree with everything you said there. I, he could be that guy. He really could. But Harris could literally be a top 10 guy because he yeah. could get every carry. We just don't know. So it, yeah. it scares me, but the I think the thinking is correct. I wish he was a little bit lower than 37 because I because you're I don't, because it's hard to take him and Harris because they're so close together. Um, but that'd be my only thing. But I I I love the thinking of it because you're absolutely right. Like watching him early on in the year, the preseason, I remember everyone was like is he going to take Harris's starting job? Like that's well, how good he looked. Yeah, and then, and then what happens is he comes into game one, he fumbles his very first carry Dude, away. That, well, fumbles will kill you with bill check. And that's the thing yeah. that scares me. It will bury anyone. Yeah. He carried, he got a carry early on in his very first game fumbles and you don't see him literally for another month. That's what happened. He was inactive. The very, the next three games, he it, just crazy. So, but Stevens, I, I do like Stevenson. So, all right, what do you got yeah. next? Yeah, I will say one more thing about that. Just out of that is very rarely do you see a team that will abandon the pass in the current NFL, you know, system ever. And we actually have seen Patriots do it. So, if you yeah. can fi- figure out which running back is going to be the favored running back in that offense, it could be something special. But right now, he uses. A lot of them because he's very good at picking out who can do what. But um, I mean, I remember Mac Jones winning a game when he threw for like a hundred yards. So, you know, it, that is a very intriguing one. I think that one will develop. I, I like, I do like that one a lot. But that one, that one will keep developing. Um, the oh man, and there's so many wide receivers that you can pick from. I'm going to go for high upside, high talent guys. So the next guy I'm going to talk about happens to be another uh, giant. And that is going to be wide receiver 49, Kadarius Toney. Uh, injury is the only thing that held this guy back. Even when they were struggling like crazy, this guy had a couple, like two, three games in a row where he made plays where anyone watching was just like, holy crap, this guy is next level. Like they, they hit on a wide receiver. And very few times you actually get to see that. I don't, I know that, that Beckham, it was a giant. I don't mean to like, you know, go too far out on that limb, but it was one of those games when you watch a rookie and you're like, he doesn't look like rookie. Like he's making plays that you shouldn't be able to make yet. And it was only a couple of games because he was hurt. Then he was healthy. Then he was hurt again. And they were bad. And he was still doing it. So I think Kadarius Tony at 49 is a, a value pick because very rarely do you get a guy that is that talented, that young, and that underrated, and I'm willing to take the risk on him, even though Daniel Jones is a very much unknown. But I will take that three-game sample, and I will say, yeah, I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to run with Kadarius Tony and say, if he's a bust, I'm okay at 49. Like that, that waste of a pick, it it won't kill me. So I, that's why I love Kadarius Tony. He he comes in the draft at the right spot where you only go for upside. Like you're, I would rather take him than a safe prospect. I'm like, I'll put him as wide receiver three when I get a bind. 
I don't care about that so much. Tony all the way. I mean, he was so good. So good. He was in incredible. That one game. That, that, I mean, he had a couple of good games, but that one game, he was insane. It was just like they couldn't stop him. And he started out the very next game the same way until he got hurt. He, yeah. it was, it was going, he was, he was looking special. And this, that's, you take a chance on him all day long. I mean, and with when he's that far down, I mean, there's no, yeah, 100% take a chance, which I will say, we got him in the throne league. So another one, which I'm very happy about. I'm very happy we picked up him as, um, Let's see, one, two, three, uh, four, wide receiver five on our team. See, oh, I love that. I love that yeah. so much. He's not even your, like, you you fill yeah. your roster. And on top yep. of that, I mean, what, what? who cares? Like, even if he's a bust, yeah. which would not be his fault, it would be either health or the offense. I, yep. I, Dude, I'm taking that risk every day. Anyway, 100%. preach. Who, who is your next guy? Um. So this one, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Broncos, a, a Broncos receiver. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, 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 I fought with that. I didn't put either of them on there, but I fought with the same thing. And so I I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. Believe it. Yeah, I'm gonna come to a conclusion about this later on. But one of these two guys is good. Is highly underrated right now, and I don't know which one of this. I'll be honest. I believe that in this situation, I think this is, and this is to say a lot, but I do believe that this could easily turn into the Vikings of say two years ago, this yeah. could be a Thalen and this could be a Justin Jefferson situation where both of them are playable week by week. And you won't know yep. it until we get going because we're, we're guessing a lot with Russell Wilson yep. and everything else. But if, if they stay healthy, we know Sutton can be a, mm-hmm. can be a star and we're pretty yep. sure Jerry Judy can be one of the better young wide receivers. Think in the so. league. think so. We think we don't know that, but we think, mm-hmm. so I think both of these guys, could be dynamite. I'm 100 yeah. with you. I just—it's hard. I, but I love that. I don't know yet. So I just want to throw them out. Wide receiving core in general. What I find very interesting is their ranks in versus ADP right now. So when you look at the expert consensus, which it depends on how you feel about that. I don't know. I, I think these are people that do this for the most part all the time, more than we do. Even though I'm on it, um, <laughs> they do it a little more than I mean. It's a full time job for some of these guys. They have Cortland Sutton 20th. And Jerry Judy 24th, right? In the expert consensus. But ADP, Sutton's 26th and Judy's 32nd. So there's value to be had with those two guys, big time. It's not caught up. And I think part of it is you get into draft and you're like, ah, I'm not sure. Rankings are rankings. You put these guys up there. In a draft, you're probably like, I don't know. It's so it's so risky. Well, I don't know which one is the guy. Well, but I get that too. And in the consensus, when you're when you're you know splitting hairs and you're you're divide, you know you're you're giving the average, yeah. then it makes a lot of sense that they both end up very close to one another. But if I had to choose right now, I'm a personally I'm a Sutton guy. I think he was really special in SMU. I think he was, you know, good in Spurs when he was healthy with mm-hmm. lackluster QBs. So I I, I think yeah. that he could be the guy. I, I love his deep ball ability as well um jared judy but the the problem with that is i honestly thought he was going to be the best wide receiver out of that class and that was with cd lamb which i thought would be special too so i don't i mean it's hard to say we're about to find out really quickly but if i had to pick one i'd pick Sutton. but it doesn't mean i hate the other and i think that's what everyone says like if one is going to be good in the top 20 then the other one is going to suffer i don't know if that's true it doesn't work that way though because Jamar Chase is ranked second while T Higgins is 11th, right? <laughs> well, I mean, once again, I think, I think that is the, the difference though. Yeah. If you're, if you're up here, 
then yeah. the other guy can rise for whatever reason in everyone's mind. But having two guys that are like like 20 and 21 is very, very possible. So I don't know why yeah. the, you know, the, the yeah. holding it back is because we haven't seen it yet. A hundred percent. Yep. I mean, I, I, maybe you go all in on this, the Broncos offense or you with that, you get Russell and then you go get Sutton and Judy. Screw it. Shit, man. I'll take the, I'll take the two running backs as well. To be quite honest, I would take Javante right. and I would take Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, highly underrated. I'm telling you, he really is. 100%. And if, a, and yep. if an injury happens, like all of a sudden, Yep. Shit. All right. Let's uh let's throw out one more each here. Let the knock this out, Jeff. If you got one more. Yeah. Um, one more I gotta throw his name out there. Uh it doesn't hurt that he just came out on a podcast, uh uh McAfee's show, which is wonderful, obviously. But um uh he just came out there and talked about how much he loved working with the young guys. This is gonna be Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. He is currently going at the wide receiver 69, which you know, whatever, but um that's lovely. Uh, he is a uh, young talent that I, I just couldn't get over his measurables in the draft. And because he went to a smaller school, I think he was slept on a little bit. He went to a perfect situation and everyone is trying to figure out who he's going to throw to currently. And yeah, maybe the first couple of games, maybe it won't be him. But if I'm trying to read the tea leaves, I really do think that he is the most talented wide receiver on that wide receiving core currently unless you go ahead and get you know julio jones but i don't even know if that would yeah. completely ruin his upside at 69 i mean this guy has incredible upside um i'm going to be getting him on every single one of my teams currently if he's if he's going in that range because i will easily jump up and get him in the 40s if i have to i have no issue with that because he could be the wide receiver one with aaron Rodgers. so i i know the the danger that comes with it but there's no risk no risk whatsoever in order to jump up and get him ahead of everyone else. So I, I don't sleep on him. I go out and I get him uh, purposefully. And look, if he doesn't work out once again, like I talked about with Kadarius, Tony, you know, you, you miss out on, on a wide receiver five, who cares? Like you're, you're looking for upside there and he is absolutely nothing but upside. He's incredibly fast. He's tall. He has good hands. He went to a small school. We don't exactly know what he's going to do against top end cornerbacks but that is it and with the if he can master the back shoulder throw which i keep joking about but it's very true with Aaron Rodgers, he could catch 10 touchdowns and it would come pretty easily so i, I love christian watson to no end yeah he has all the opportunity there see how it plays out but um play, next player i love it's gonna be sammy watkins no, i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding it's not it's not it's like, i was like no dude not, like we, we should have planned this out no, I mean, he does have upside. I mean, you can rank 108th, ranked 108. Ranked 108. Who cares? 108. Like, you can get both of them. 108. Just don't forget about him. But no, so I'm going to throw out a random one actually here, but it, it, it works out. It's it's a Packer actually. Um, way down. I mean, no one's going to even think of this guy's not going to, this guy's not going to be drafted. But for some reason, I just, I don't know what it is. I gravitate towards him, even though he's a tight end who is ranked. I don't even know. He's probably what's the where is he at? I, I can't even find him. Let me see here. I'm gonna find him here. He has to be 48, 48th ranked tight end. Josiah DeGuara, Green Bay Packers. Currently ranked look, he's currently um their third string tight end they have listed right now. I don't can't tell. I don't know why. I don't have much numbers to back it up. I did like what I saw from him toward, towards the end of last year. Just watching him play, 
right? I love the, the numbers aren't huge. They're not. He had a couple touchdowns, I think two. Um, I don't think he ever had more. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty certain because I've looked at this a, a lot for some reason. He never had more than three catches. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. So part of it can be the situation here. Like you just talked about, someone's going to come up on this team, right? And do something. I could see why, why can't a tight end do something? Robert Tanyan is coming off of an ACL injury. We don't know what, how, how healthy he's going to be. If he's going to be ready. I don't even think he's that great to be honest. So no, I don't, I don't either. Number two reason. I mean, he's the fine, two he's tight fine. End, yeah. The number two tight end right now in the depth chart is Mercedes Lewis. He's 50 years old. I think I'm pretty sure. Like he is, you know, what? let me look it up. How old do you think Mercedes Lewis is? This dude has been in the league forever. Forever. <laughs> I mean, he's probably, he's, he's probably, he's probably, honestly, older than he's me. probably like 29. <laughs> Mercedes Lewis. He's 38. No, is he really? He's 38 years old. Okay. Yes. I was joking about that only because you're never that old yeah. in that league, but wow. No, 38. he's 38. And yeah, so then he got to Guara. No, good for him. He got to Guara. He's the next guy. And part of it, Deguara, I really did. I think I liked what I saw from him towards the end of last year. He can't, He was coming off an ACL injury of his own, and it took him a while to get going last year. And once he did, he played pretty well. I thought he was pretty solid. He's 25 years old. He's, uh, I think, what, third? This will be his third year in the league. Tight ends can come on. He was a third-round draft pick in 2020. That's a pretty high pick for a tight end. Third, a very third rounder pick. who, yeah, AC, uh, he tore his ACL in week five of 2020. It took him a while um, to come back from it, and he did. He came back last year, played well towards the end of last year. Just completely – this isn't a draftable guy. Don't draft unless you're in a super deep league, but keep him on your radar. And if you see like all – just walk, pay attention in the preseason. How is he playing? If he's getting any kind of looks at all, I just have a – I keep gravitating towards him. And this is one of those just so far off the radar guys, but Josiah Deguara, there we go. End it with him. Yeah. You, you had to go deep on that one, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well let's we got it. We gotta wrap this up. So